Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans in Reaction Theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I am TJ Majors, spotter of the 22 Cup car. I had the 12 Xfinity car last week, and uh, the 25 truck's been off. Brett Griffin, spotter for Elliot Sadler, Clint Boyer, Myatt Snyder. Hey guys, you have Casey. How many shows in a row is this? You've made it. I mean, I can't say the same for other people in this She's room. Already broke Chris- <laughs> She's mm. already broke Kristen's record, but I think she did that week too, when she made it to two in a row. Mm. Well. It, it, like Streaks are good. Keep it I'm up. On a roll. Yeah, I'm don't on a roll. don't mess this up. I'm trying to get an A in this class. Yeah, Jason, you done? When <laughs> are you on spring break? You already had spring break. Spring break's when I went to Miami. That was way back. Oh when. wow, oh, that yeah. was early. The semester ends in like a month, so oh, that's We're true. over. Your spring break's probably halfway through the semester, yeah, not really good in the break. spring. Yeah. So spring what are you gonna do anyway right now after yeah. your semester? I've got the internship at the Speedway until the end of Coke, and then I'll be around here this summer. Just hmm. partying. Yep. Living life. Partying yeah, on the lake. Can I go back to that? You'll be on the lake with tube socks. Would you go back to college? (laughs) I mean, maybe like the spring break and the summer parts, but not. That's not the college (laughs) part. (laughs) Did you did you graduate college? I did. I went to college. I went to UCF in Orlando. That's Mm. the like the biggest college in America. It is. Yeah, it's like seventy thousand students. I made a new friend every day. (laughs) Oh, yeah, interesting. (laughs) The school's really big. What kind of friends? Yeah. I mean, oh, you guys always have to make it in a I just want to know what kind of friends you make. Like, new friends. Like, I was in a sorority. So, do you still talk to anybody team. from there? Like, a what, lot. Which sorority? Um, Alpha Z Delta. I don't think we had that one. No. It's a Northeastern kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think AD Pi and Zeta were probably our two hot ones. There's mm-hmm. a couple that weren't hot. I won't say which ones <laughs> they were. One I think them, it varies by school. One of them is three triangles. I don't know what that meant. Tried out? Yeah, tried out after 12. There's an old saying about that. Well. I don't know if I want to know that. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a community college and stayed at home, so. I didn't, you didn't get uh, the college experience? Uh, no, not. Uh, honestly, I left after two years anyway to, to go racing, so. I was amazing at college. At the life, not really the class. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say, say yeah, wait a minute. I made here. a 3.7, then I made a 3.4. Then I made a 0.9, and they sent me a letter and said, hey, uh, we're kicking you out if you do this again. And, and we're you pulling your financial aid if you do it again. Hell no, I didn't do it again. I would get kicked out. 
Well. What happened was I changed majors. Oh, and I worst. didn't. I didn't. Uh, Zero point nine. How yep. do you even do that? I think you get like points for going to class. I'm gonna tell you how you do it. You make a B, a <clears> D, <throat> and two Fs, and take twelve hours. That's, That's worse than Van Wilder. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I just quit going to my like. I had some calculus, discrete calculus, computer science. I was like, man, I ain't studying this hard. This is ridiculous. I want to have what fun. What was your major? Here. Business. When I switched. Oh, yeah. I started in business and then quickly that changed. What did you change hard. to? Nursing? Hospitality. <laughs> Hospitality. Yeah. That's a major? Yes. It's so broad that you H-R-T-A? can do whatever you want. What? Like HRTA, like hospitality, retail, something, something? Or? No, it was like hospitality management where you can basically learn how to run events. What are you going to do with that? What I do right, <laughs> what I do right now. <laughs> I find it. That's really a college course. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Like, I feel like you I could get so a hospitality for dummies book and be done in a day. Yeah, it's so easy. I'm not gonna lie, it was really straightforward. <laughs> um, I mean, I did really well. I had a full time job by that point. I didn't really care what I graduated with. I could have graduated. Your future, like, you should be caring. Nutrition and then fine. Hmm. I mean, well, and I care. You got that like, big old diamond, and you can just sell it and retire. Well, I'm not selling this thing anytime soon. But Eight retiring sounds so great. So you say. She's got a long-term plan. I had here. a friend that she's telling me about. She had her. Um, Who? What's her name? No, I'm not saying <laughs> names here. Um, oh. She had her, like, evaluation for work. And it just reminded me of this. She got, He's like, so what do you want to accomplish, like, in the next year? Where do you see yourself? And she's like, honestly, I see myself as a stay-at-home wife. <laughs> I should say this to my <laughs> boss. That's do we know goal. this woman? I don't know if you know her. Uh-huh. Well, we could. We, there's one way to find out. <laughs> I don't think you know her. She doesn't work in racing. Don't like we just don't know people out of racing or what? No. Is she from don't. this area? Um, no, she's not. I feel like I feel like we know her. and She's not letting us know. I hate when people do that. <laughs> I'm doing it for that reason. We're telling stories on this show, and you're screwing the whole story up without a name. Yeah. Just give us a name. Yeah. Her name was Stacy. She hot. Stacy's mom. Stacy's <laughs> mom has got it going on. They used to say that about my mom all the time. Your mom's mom. hot? She's pretty. Let me see a picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're not doing this. Is your all mom right. Stacy? No. No. Oh. Surely <laughs> Stacy wouldn't name their daughter Casey. Stacy no. and Casey. I don't think that's I don't know really. that. That would be horrible. That would be a little. What's your mom's <laughs> name? Gail. 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 Mm-hmm. What the Gail? Does she listen to our <laughs> podcast? I don't know. It's well, a good question. I'm sure she listens. We should, it. Well, Dude, I'm sure she'll say. Get your she, voice real deep and stuff. Okay, she is. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> what are you wearing? She's gonna text uh, me like, so, "You are off this podcast now." <laughs> so, Gail, you're the caller of the week. Yes, <laughs> let's call Gail today. Oh God, we should surprise call me. your mom. Yeah. Oh, we should. Yeah, be like she fun or not. She's fun. Like Gail. fun meter. Give me a fun meter rating. Gail, your your daughter's been arrested. <laughs> See what she says. Oh my gosh, yes. that'd be the worst. <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it at the end of the show. We'll call it. You know how to call somebody? She yeah, won't. Call she somebody. won't oh. answer during the day unless Why? I like, text her because she works. She okay, she so, teaches. Oh yeah, we yeah. Don't mess so up she doesn't class. really have like. So she don't really work. So can you ask her like? <laughs> what? Say, mom, when are you not busy? I have a problem. Okay, I'll ask her for next. Then week. we can have like you know a time in there. What we'll grade talk. does she teach? She actually teaches um, adults, like anybody from oh. over the age of like 18 that come to the U.S. and don't speak English. She teaches them English. She does. Yeah, and she oh. doesn't teach. She doesn't speak. So Spanish. what? What? She, she doesn't speak Spanish. No. 
but she can teach people English and she can't. That's what they want to do. Like they try to hire people that don't speak Spanish so that they force them to speak English. Oh, yeah. they they can't. There's the barrier there where they can't help them more, so they learn it. Yeah. That's Interesting. Amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, we're off topic here. How is Texas? That's perfect. <laughs> it was cold. Yeah, uh, frozen. You're still. You look like you're still shaking, Brett. I'll tell you what. I went yesterday and did that trackside live show with Amy Long. Mm. Have you known Amy Long? I have. Oh, oh yeah. Long so time. She literally was quivering. I felt so bad for her. Like oh. I texted her after. I was like, "Can I bring you a jacket?" Or like, I mean, was she, she wearing a jacket. She, yeah, but she was literally her insides like she was quivering while she was talking, and I was like, "Man, I feel so bad." Because the day before we were all quivering. Yeah, it was. It was bad. Saturday was brutal. I was the coldest that I've been that I can remember. And it didn't, like, just start right in the morning there. It was cold in the morning, but as the day went on, you got colder and colder and colder. And by we didn't get out of there until after 5. And there was a mist. Like, it was a mist, too. Made it even colder. Yeah, so it was bad. Like, I'm not even even sure, you know, I kind of question the – the practice, um, I think someone like maybe David Reagan or somebody tweeted out, you know, if it's under 40, we probably shouldn't even, you know, it's not worth hitting the racetrack. But, um, you know, we did get some practice in. The times were fast, real fast. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, if people learned a lot about their cars or whatever. You know, I'm sure it benefits some people and stuff, you know. And, honestly, we probably needed a little bit of race practice since everyone did qualify and trim. And we did a lot of race trim on Friday. Did you? We only made one qualifying run at the end. Yeah. So, you know, we did a lot of race trim stuff. But the you top know, ten cars in practice went faster than the pole speed the day before. That's how fast the racetrack was. Yeah, it was fast. Wow. And that's because of the That's because it's cold. Yeah. Cold means grip, you know. So Got when it. this and asphalt the gets too. hot, when this asphalt gets hot, you know, just like when you, you're at Myrtle Beach and you walk down the street, you can see the oils and everything coming out. That's like it's slit, right? Say oils. 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 People say oils. It's so funny. We've never said oils. That's how you're supposed to say it. That's how it's spelled. You got your essential oils? Spelled oil. You got your essential oils there? No, it's oil. Oil. It's not oil. Isn't it spelled? Yeah. Thank you. I even feel weird saying that oil. How do you say soil? Soul? Soul. Soul. Did you soil your pants? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> motor runs better. There's more grip. You go yeah. faster. Motors like cold air. Got it. So they produce a lot of horsepower. Um, yeah. Yesterday's race reminded me a lot of an Indy car race. The way that just uh, the the racing went. It was fast. It was uh, yeah, so and fast. A lot of momentum. A lot of momentum stuff too. If you got held up a little bit, the guy behind you would have a big run on you, kind of like an Indy car type deal. Yeah. Um. And the Xfinity race was real similar to the same way. If you got passed by somebody or got hung on the outside, it seemed to carry. That run, you seemed to, it seemed to keep you slowed down. Um, it was hard to get your momentum back up. So, But it was uh, definitely yeah, this race was entertaining. It was okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was long, but there was – It uh, is long. Jesus. The reason it's entertaining is because the guys were on the edge. They were fighting their cars. They're loose. Like I saw Clint. I saw Clint catch his a bunch. Yeah. He was screaming loose. And, you know, when you guys were riding behind us there, I really, every time he'd get within about five car lengths, he'd go off down into one and go sailing up the racetrack. Yeah. And I knew, I knew even if he got beside us, it was going to probably be really hard. To, he was passing lap cars and going up the racetrack. Like, he had his hands full. Yeah. But a lot of guys did. And it makes it, um, those guys were working yesterday. Those yeah. drivers were working. Yeah. 
They were fast. Yeah. Nice. Well, shall we head into spot on, spot off? Do you want to talk about your Sunday? Um, It was a mix between the Masters and NASCAR. And you don't even know who won the Masters. I just forgot his name. I watched it. I was forced <laughs> to watch it. I'm. S- it was so boring. You're forced to watch golf? Yes. Marriage sounds fun. Well, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't watch it normally. <laughs> Usually we're watching NASCAR <laughs> or I'm at the track. But because he races next weekend and I'm gone next weekend, he's like, let's hang out together. And I was like, okay, let's do something fun. And he's like, let's watch the master- Masters. And I was like, hmm. I wish she doesn't even know who won. I forgot his name. Who won? I didn't watch it. Jason, you're sitting behind a computer. I'll look it up. Thank you. <laughs> Be a good producer, guy. Yeah, you're supposed to have these, like, stats. Yeah. Quick. It was someone, well. it was when, someone when, random. Here's a job tip. When we start talking about something that we don't know <laughs> Get about, the info. You start getting the info. That yeah. way you chime okay. in and you look really if you smart you listen you to you s- to yourself speak, yeah. I mean, how is he supposed to keep track of you guys? Patrick Reed. Y'all? Who? There you go. Patrick Reed. Perfect. Who the is that exactly? It's his uh, what? His first major win, like his yeah, in seventeen starts. His first golf match. I've never heard of that guy. Ryan Reed's dad. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Patrick Reed. Wow. So Jason, when we talk about the Bristol weather, so like later on, you better have like the average temperature at Bristol for like the next five yeah, years or something. Twenty-five degrees. <laughs> <laughs> and rain. So that's like Derek Cope winning the Daytona Five Hundred. Uh, no, I don't think he's that bad. I think this guy. I don't think this guy. He's a pro, man. Derek Cope was a pro. But you got to remember, Daytona 500. I mean, he's obviously good if he's in the match. Yeah, I don't like this. Just doesn't fall in his lap. He played well the whole time. You know, the the 500 kind of fell in in Derek's lap. But similar, but um, yeah, I can't wait to see. I I don't know. I struggle with this because why would there be like a NASCAR race at the time of the Masters? Like, I can't wait to see comparison for. I ratings. mean, our schedule comes out. We don't. We've well, already yeah, announced 2019, you, by the way. I know. Way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. If you – it hasn't changed. If you uh, put, like, Texas as a night race, that way it doesn't interfere with the Masters. What do you, what like. do you well, think inter- Okay. So you want to run the – you want to run – we can't run that race Saturday night or whatever. Like, Saturday night would not have happened. Did you see how much stuff was on TV Saturday night? Indy oh, yeah. cars, Supercross. There yeah. was – I mean, World of Outlaws was going. The I'm dirt, watching uh, all three. Yeah, so we – I mean – it just is what it is. Yeah. Sometimes we're going to conflict with stuff. but I'm curious to um, You see that guy it. on Thursday hit the ball in the water like four or five times straight? Yeah. That straight up was happy. Um, stuff, did you, is this cup. true? I heard the rumor that some guy got a hole in one and he was celebrating, popped his ankle out, and had to yeah, pop it back Yeah, I did hear something about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Who he, does that? Uh, that guy. Apparently that guy. Celebrated yeah. too hard. Yeah. I'll celebrate it. Sorry for partying. <laughs> Sorry for partying. All Are right. you sober yet? Yeah. <laughs> in a few weeks. Well, that's for my last appearance here. <laughs> if any of I was hammered. Yeah. Froze it out of you over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Spot on, spot off. Uh, tire issues on Sunday. Spot on, spot off. I mean, I I don't – the most of the tire problems that I saw um, were, were self-induced. Um, there was a lot of tire wear. People knew it. And everyone knows you can – camber in the car is speed most of the time and you can get or you know air pressure a lot you can get carried away with it and some people you know i don't know for sure but they might have been too aggressive uh too aggressive camber too aggressive tire pressure wise um just trying to get that speed and it, it might have bit them yeah i mean i think when we see good racing we typically see tire problems yeah. a lot of times but but typically that's when we have tire fall off yesterday we didn't have tire fall off these guys were just 
haul in the mail throughout the run, yeah, running crazy so fast. Lot of times. And, and, I mean, Kyle Busch had a time where his right front was chunking. He wasn't going to make it the whole run if it had kept going, and we not had a caution there. So, I mean, I, I don't – I don't want to see these guys blowing right fronts and hitting the wall at 200 miles an hour because they can get hurt. I mean, Truex hit hard. Larson hit a ton. You don't want to see your athletes, you know, put in that position because of a tire failure. Uh, but but a lot of times that tire failure is on the team because they're being aggressive with cambers and aggressive with setups. So it's it's a pretty fine balance. We Goodyear has to has a really hard job. Our speeds are so fast. Right now, it's hard to build a sidewall and a tire and a tire that'll, you know, maintain those speeds at places where there's so much grip. When we go to Atlanta, it's fine because the tire wears out. The asphalt eats the tire. A place like Texas, they're putting rubber down just trying to make it a good surface. So I don't think tire issues are bad for the sport as long as they're not Goodyear driven, as long as they're more setup driven. Yeah, I, I don't know that um – for fact that you know, but there wasn't like a ton of tire failures. There was a few, but they were fast cars. Yeah. So to me, that leads that leads me to believe that they're just trying to get a they're trying to win. They're trying to have the fastest car, and they might have went a little bit too far. Yeah. NASCAR says post race Harvick should have received the uncontrolled tire penalty. Man, this was kind of a big deal. Yeah, there's a picture yeah, on I the next page. Thanks, this all, Jason. This all blew up, man. Um. You know, I see so many times that, that we see things happen during a race and NASCAR comes out, an official comes out, a high-ranking official comes out and makes a statement that is almost oblivious to the facts around what they're speaking to. And you literally are sitting there going, man, I was in the game. I saw how this played out. I can't believe, you know, like Pocono one time, we had 17 cars in one pit run that got caught speeding. Remember that? Yeah. And, and NASCAR's going, we don't have a problem in the segment five. It's you guys. And I'm like. Uh, 17 <laughs> people don't speed. No. You know what I mean? So you see those kind of things happen, and you're like, okay, we see them happen, and then we we have to correct the problem as a team. We have to drop our RPM down, you know, a couple hundred RPM to compensate for it. And, and then we see something like this happen where the president of NASCAR stands up and basically says his official was wrong for doing a fist bump. Now, NASCAR said they missed the call, and, and that's obviously them stepping up to the plate saying they missed the call. But you know what? In all sports – Calls are missed. Yeah. Balls and strikes, touchdown passes, you know, whatever it may be. Calls are missed. It's just part of any game. For them to say they missed the call, I think it's it's a it's a good thing for, for him to not back up his employee. Because the official fist bumped a crew guy, right? So the crew guy and the official, I guarantee you they know each other. We're a really small sport. We all travel together. So we don't know what that dialogue was like. If he was like, hey, Casey, thanks for the explanation, fist bump. Hey, Casey, if we do that again, are we going to get a penalty? Yada, yada, yada. We don't know what their dialogue was before they fist bump. People go, oh, it looks really bad. This official had no say in a penalty. The penalty comes out of a trailer. The trailer radios the tower. The tower radios the official. The official tells the crew, and guess what? The crew's already listening to NASCAR anyway. They hear it at the same time. So the fist bump of the official, the media people are blowing this so far out of hand. I've had an official come up to me on the roof before and go, Hey, Brett, you did this, this, and this wrong. This is a penalty. And I'll say, hey, man, thanks for the heads up. Fist bump. Like, that that gesture to me was blown way out of proportion last night by some some idiots on the Twitter. The Twitter. Uh, you know, there's – I don't – I'm not 100% sure how you – you don't – I mean, I don't know how you miss it that bad. But, you know, and the, the good thing about it is they came out and made a statement saying, hey, we missed this, but they're not hiding it. So – um, 
the the fist bump thing's probably blown out of proportion a little bit, as you as you said. But those guys probably know each other. That guy, that official could probably, can be working, you know, anybody else's pit next week, and he's gonna know them guys as well. Um, like I said, you, like you said, you don't know what that what was going on. That guy might have said thanks, you know. But I do. It doesn't for somebody that doesn't know. It doesn't look good for. I it agree looks with like that. they're giving it. Like if you just come in and see that, if you just sat down and watched and saw that, and you know they're like, oh well, the four should add a penalty, and then it looks really weird. It looks really bad. Yes. But um, you know, I, it's just hard to. The you optics know. of it are so bad. But at the same time, these people that are saying it was so bad know better. You know what I mean? I mean this Broomberg guy, whoever I got retweeted last night. I don't think he knows better. I don't. I don't. I don't know. But some of these other folks that I saw tweeting about it saying it's bad, it, it looks bad, but it's not bad. They don't have the context of beforehand, right? Or afterhand, or the yeah. dialogue, or the the relationship. I mean, you know, it, it's completely different than a stick and ball deal, and and the way those things operate. And and TJ and I haven't had the opportunity to go into the NASCAR truck to see how they even call these things. I know yeah. that Jason Brownlow, and we know people that go into that trailer and are sitting there looking at these monitors, and they're watching it in fast-paced time and making these calls, and they're watching multiple cars. They have they have an X amount of cars they're responsible for. We don't understand all that because we've never sat in that trailer. You know, no. I miss a clear every mm-hmm. now and then. I drive my guy into a wreck every now and then, and that's the human element of it. So the fact that they missed it, I'm not overly surprised at it. You know, the fact that this the crew guy and an official fist bumping is – I mean, what if they had hugged? Then what, what does that mean? What if he'd have grabbed the guy's ass? What if they'd have shook hands? Like, that might be a breakfast what if right they'd, what, what, what if they'd have waved at each other, like, real friendly? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, at what point – what, what are you supposed like, to do? Flip that, each other yeah. off and walk off? Like, I mean, Cheddar, the, the car chief on the four, pulled up his fist bump, and the guy didn't leave him hanging is the way I literally look at that. You know, Cheddar's so great. He's I don't. I don't really think anybody. this call changed the outcome of the race. I don't think it did. Um, At what point in the race was this? I'm sorry. It's pretty late. Okay. It's pretty late. But you know, like it could have changed Blaney's. Yeah. You know that that changed his race pretty big. Yeah. Um. For for a while too. So, but you know, it, they admitted it. I mean, I you just pick up and move on. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it. All right, well, you said your piece on this one, piano version of the national anthem. Was that a remix version of the national anthem? I didn't hear it. I wasn't watching it. It was a little different. It was a little different. You're not contributing to the show, and you're not (laughs) searching. I went back to look for a video of it by Antony. I'm so sorry. You don't TiVo the race or anything? I don't have uh, cable or anything. Remember that? The hipsters don't do cable. (laughs) What? What did you do yesterday? Uh, the auto fair at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Oh, wow. Worked. He worked. I know. That sounds really you fun. You worked it? Yep. Oh, you're, you're doing a little internship. Yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. They pay you? You get paid? Stipends. Who? Stipends. It's like, it's a, what? it's basically a payment. Is that a blow dart? <laughs> Stipend. <laughs> just like money, like they pay you at the end. I don't know the exact It's just definition. like a compensation, but yeah. it's not like you're salaried. So what if you work for like three months and be like, yeah, we don't think you did a good job. So you <laughs> <laughs> don't you're worry. fired. I think I think I'm good. I think he'll be okay. The national anthem was horrendous. <laughs> I've never heard a national anthem that bad in all my life. Ooh. And this guy sits down at this piano. I was like, man, this is going to be really nice. What about the NBA All-Star game? And then I was like, but wait a minute. We're in Texas. Why are we listening to a piano? Like, we should be listening to some badass country guys. And then this guy starts playing this awful, awful rendition <laughs> of the national anthem. Because for me, that's a song you don't change. You don't add your own flavor. Right. I mean, that's written for for freedom and, you know, everything this country stands for. And this guy just slaughtered this song. 
Wait, yeah, what I was mean, the All Star game? Wow, who was that? That was uh, who's saying that? Remember that? It wasn't Fergie. Was what All Star game? NBA. NBA All Star game. Was it Fergie? It was someone. Yeah. It was Fergie or somebody just like that. It was somebody um, big. Yeah. They butchered it. Uh, Did their own thing. It'll be pretty popular if you. It's Google like when it. Roseanne Barr sang at that time. I grabbed a crotch and spit. And everybody's like, "Whoa, this is the national anthem." Like, <laughs> I miss that. And one. I think that's my point. It's the national anthem. Don't yeah. don't make it your own. It is interesting how tracks try to kind of compete with everybody else about like. Well, it's it's their hard. Intros. They want to do something different. Yeah. It was you different. know, and they won that. And um, I don't know. Would you be opposed to having Bristol Driver intro be a little bit longer? And it started a little bit earlier and be a little bit longer and play like a few extra seconds of the songs or whatever. I feel like they're cut short. My issue with the Bristol intro is the music isn't loud enough. I, it's hard for me to tell sometimes what, what the song. I can hear it. Where um, are you at? Well, I'm usually right there. I mean, I'm usually. Oh, you're right by the stage. Okay. But anyway, everybody, with everybody in this like coliseum can hear it. Uh, I'm I mean, in the coliseum. Yeah, but I can't hear it. Yeah, that's what I'm really saying. Rich. You're right by the stage, and there's probably a speaker right there. So you want it to be longer so that they can do more dancing? Like I don't want to see dancing, but I just want the song to go a little bit longer. Like they just don't need to introduce themselves. Like they don't need yeah. to walk out there and be like, "Hi, I'm Brett." Like Griffin. somebody else. I'm can driver say for this guy. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be. I hope like you a, guys have a great Sunday. <laughs> and, then they, and then they all come out there and say the same thing. Like, let a freaking good announcer do the intro, do the walkout music. Like, get the buffer guy to announce them and play their yeah. song when he walks get, out. I like that idea. Get TJ to announce it. Get somebody yeah, sure. to do it. It's fun. You know you what I mean? Guys can do Who it. was it that did the anthem? Ah, Fergie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Fergie. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, y'all welcome. <laughs> All right, Stenhouse <laughs> crashes primary car in practice in three of the last four races. Man, talk about digging your team in a hole. Ugh. I mean, I just, you know, <laughs> a couple of them were probably, or all of them were probably good cars. Uh, that's tough. That's really tough scenario to put yourself in. Um, and he's got, I don't know what the deal is, just trying too hard or, um, or what the deal is, but, you know, I, you got to get through practice the race, and then you know to, to win the race, you got to finish the race. So, you know, don't. And luckily, you know, for them, they ran. They ran okay. He was actually doing exactly what he needed to do after crashing that car on Friday. He was running a great race. Um, I, then I think he hit the wall again off a of turn two, and it's like you're running. He was running top twelve like, easy. All day. I think he was going to run anywhere between eighth and twelfth. And agree. after crashing your primary in practice and, and just surviving that race, you know, a good late restart or something, he finished sixth. That's a that's a shot in the arm of them guys who have worked super hard the last few weeks or, you know, last month. They've had a pretty hectic month. Um and it's not just the crew guys there. It's the guys in the shop too. They're having to get another car ready. Um, you know, but you know, it, it makes it worthwhile when you can come out of there with a result still. And, you know, okay, look, well, something does happen in practice. We can come out here and roll out and finish top 10 still and still, you know, and race. So, you know, I think he really needed to come out of there with that top 10. I don't think they finished the race. I think he went behind the wall. He did with like 10 to go. Yeah, yeah I was uh, close. There was a saying when Stephen Wallace was here that if you wanted Stephen Wallace to race his primary, you let him practice in his backup car because we knew he was going to wreck it. And he would wreck his backup primary car every single week and then bring the backup out. So I hate to tell Brian Patty the strategy, but he may have to start letting Ricky practice the backup car. That way they can race their primary. TJ's point is literally spot on. You're working your guys to death 
at the shop, at the track. I mean, it's it's hard. And you're putting yourself behind because you know that's not – I mean, the backup cars aren't backup cars anymore. You know, they're just basically the next car up. His it's might the, be. <laughs> it's a substitute car. It's the one coming off the bench. Uh, but, but you just hate to see that team – you know, Ricky finished 18 laps down at Martinsville, I believe it was, and he looked like he never gave, raced. Gave zero craps about yeah trying to race. <clears throat> like, you know, he's they got to change their mentality as a race team. They got to change it fast. Well, Bristol's a good spot. He's been he's been successful at Bristol here lately. So this is a big weekend for him to come in there and and uh, you know get momentum back on their side. I heard this, and I can't confirm it, but I heard over the radio that Ricky said, "Hey, loosen me up." And and the comment was made over the radio. Hey, we don't want you to loosen loosen you up and wreck this thing. And he's like, Oh, I can wreck it tight just as good as I can loose. And he uh he wrecked it. Well, hopefully, God. you know, restrictor plates he did pretty well last year. So hopefully, Ricky's a wheel man. So. Ricky gets after it. He drives really hard. Yeah. And, and maybe he just needs <clears throat> to to take five percent off during practice. I, I, something after. I mean, he drove Talladega and Daytona last year really well. And I almost feel like he came into Daytona <clears throat> expecting to just outdrive everybody and race like that again, and it did not work out. And, uh, you know, you can't just come in there and there was no sense in doing some of the things that were happening. And it, it just kind of snowballed downhill on him. But, you know, Bristol's been a good track for him, um, you know, so hopefully I'm sure he wants to get back on track. And and uh, I'm sure those guys would love to come out of there with a top five or top ten. It, the good news is we don't have – and, and <clears> I mean, the bad news is he's wrecked at short tracks. I mean, you're talking Phoenix. You're talking Martinsville. Yep. You're talking uh, wherever, right? But when you look at what's coming up, we don't have a mile and a half coming up for a while, and that's kind of in Ricky Stenhouse's wheelhouse. I mean, that's he runs good at short tracks, and he runs good at restricted plate races. So He runs good when the grooves move. Here. Yeah. He runs good when the grooves move around. Yeah. All right. This could be interesting. Restrictor plates rumored for all-star race. Spot on, spot off. This is going to happen. They're going to put restrictor plates on these cars for the all-star race. Like you got confirmation. They're going to knock They're gonna knock like 250 horsepower off. We're going to run the – I think we're basically running the Xfinity package from Indy and Michigan last year or wherever we ran those packages. It was – I think it was Indy and yeah. Michigan, yeah. So I'm, I, I was told top speed is going to be around 170 miles an hour. I ran that in a dash car there. Yeah. So hmm. I don't That's I don't know what they're trying to ac- if it'll look weird. Let me just tell you <laughs> this. If they're trying to accomplish pack racing at mile and a half, you're getting ready to see a bunch of guys retire. Everybody over thirty five years old is gonna go, Hey, done. I'm done. I've made my money, I've had my fun, I'm not pack racing every week, I'm out. Do you think that's really, like, I think it could just be for a show, like, to make it different, It's right? a science experiment is my opinion, and if it goes well and if it's entertaining, then they'll go back and consider adding it. I'm not sure it'll be this year, <clears throat> but they're doing it. They're not doing it just to make it entertaining. I might be okay with it if it's just the also race. It's a separate race. You know, it should be in all – it should be – I would like to see these guys all, without going to Talladega or Daytona, I, w- I want to see these guys race hard. I don't want to see the guy that, you know, that has the best car all year go in there and just dominate the all-star race, too. I want to see these guys line up in close to equal cars and race it out. I'm okay with that. Um, kind of like an IROC race. I think that'd be kind of, I think that's kind of cool. And if you can, you know, if you can do that and, and somehow make it exciting, that might, that might give the all-star race a bit of a bump here, knowing that, 
okay, who's who's somebody that in the off race that you wouldn't necessarily expect to be there? You know, like like say uh, who's in it? Would it would uh, like a busher or somebody be in it this year? No, uh, yeah. Because yeah. okay. he won last year. No, that so, was, that was 16. I don't oh, think so he wouldn't be So depending on when he won. Probably. But, I mean, there's going to be some guys. Be some I mean, guys say – say. Um, but here's the thing. Does Busher deserve to run up front in an all-star race? Say he wins the Open. Oh, awesome. Good for him. But does, yeah. he, but, I does mean, he deserve to run up front because of a rule change? Uh, I mean – I think it's uh I think it's acceptable for the All Star race. I think you give the to me you're gonna earn it. This isn't about the best guy with the best car all year long. It's not the fastest guy. This is gonna I want I want to see the I want to see these guys line up and know well man I gotta beat this guy straight up now like more more driver versus driver rather than you know you could take most of these guys in the All Star race. If you put them in the best car they're probably gonna win. I'm just they're good you know. The, the scientific part of my brain says add 300 horsepower. Like Texas yesterday, we watched those guys run around there almost wide open. And that means, A, they're not lifting for the corner, B, they're not using much brake, and C, they're in the gas 90% of the lap. So if you make them stop to make the corner, you go back to what racing was about, which is handling and man and machine. Like running wide open is a slot car race. That's not a NASCAR race. That's not what this product derived from. So I just hope that this – this thing that's being put on the table, and they've not announced it yet, I don't think, but, you know, this thing that's being put on the table, I just hope it's not a big science experiment that goes extremely well because, again, I don't think a lot of our big-name guys are going to stick around. I'm okay if it goes well and it stays at the All-Star race. Yeah. I'd be down with that. I, I mean, I'm I'm all for lining the All-Star, lining them, race or, lining them drivers up and letting them figure it out driver to driver like that. Um, but I don't I don't want to pack race every week like that. And, no. But. You know, it's, it's. I think we we could afford to slow the cars down, but the problem is, is everybody's gotten so good that we can run these tracks wide open if we do. Yeah. And we didn't used to be able to do that. Used to, we've creeped up a little bit, mile an hour every year, a little bit, a little bit, a little, little bit. bit. And now everybody's gotten so good that if we slow them down, they're just going to run wide open. You look at yesterday's race. We had two wrecks on restarts. Those were big wrecks. They took out a lot of cars, took out a lot of good cars. And and later in the race, you're looking at the top 15, and you're like, man, there's cars in this top 15 that haven't been up here all year. And it's because so many cars were torn up, and I don't want that to become something that's frequent at these mile and a half. That needs to be – that whole strategy of of plate racing needs to be at plate tracks, not at mile and a half. If the mile and a half are so bad, blow them up, build short tracks. You know, like if that's your problem is our mile and a half racing ain't good enough, well then stop. You got a big ass racetrack, build a short track in the middle of it, and let's go racing again. Yeah, there's we could build a lot of variations of short tracks and put stadiums around them and make it exciting. Yeah, you could take Charlotte right now, build a damn racetrack around a garage. You know what I mean? Come through the triangle, loop behind the garage, come right back through the triangle. I mean, there 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 are better solutions than this, in my opinion. Should be interesting. All right, let's take a break. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. 
Salter Race Center update, I'm Natalie Sather. Both Cup and Xfinity competed at Texas Motor Speedway over the weekend. On Sunday, Kyle Busch won the O'Reilly Auto Parts 500, making it his first Cup race win of the season over Kevin Harvick. Busch still maintains the points lead. It was a dominating Saturday for the Blaney family. Ryan Blaney won the My Bariatic Solutions 300 NASCAR Xfinity Series race, while his dad, Dave Blaney, former NASCAR driver, won a sprint car race at Port Royal Speedway later that day. Junior Motorsports drivers Elliot Sadler finished 8th, Michael Annette 15th, Tyler Reddick 23rd, and Justin Allgaier 35th. Junior Motorsports late models were scheduled to compete at Wake County Speedway, but Mother Nature had other plans. The race is rescheduled to August 25th. This has been your Exalta Race Center update. Exalta is the official paint partner of NASCAR, developing, manufacturing, and supplying coatings to all types of vehicles and industrial applications. For more on Exalta, visit exaltacs.com. All right, cool. Well, we're back. Let's head into Fastlane. I'll give these guys 30 seconds to answer questions, and let's see if they actually make it. Was Texas the first cup race of the year? You of can't read. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. You're wasting our time. I heard there was like a time crunch, and then I just kind of rolled it. UCF education paying <laughs> off. Hospitality right there. Yeah. Was Texas the best cup race of the year so far? TJ? Uh, no, I don't believe um, Texas was the best cup race of the year so far. It was probably the fastest minus the plate track. Um, but, you know, it was a good race in my opinion. There was a lot of, the drivers were driving the cars, and the drivers had their hands full. They had to be, you know, strategic and precise a lot of times. And if uh, if you messed up, you lost a couple spots. But it, it was a good race, but not the best race. Martinsville was the best race. <laughs> You're welcome. I wonder why. <laughs> TJ, who was your favorite? What was your favorite so far? You know, uh, I don't know. I, I like tracks that move around. I think, um, I think Fontana was a fun weekend. Um, you know, I like Martinsville. I think Martinsville was a, was a good race. Um, you had a you had a guy. You know, Kyle was right there pressuring pressuring Clint the whole time. Clint slipped up a little bit. And, um, you know, there's, there's drama. There was drama to it, and it was exciting. And, and I think all the right things happened at Martinsville, too. You know, it, just a feel-good weekend, too. Um, but I, I think there's been a handful of good races this year. Four team had pit gun issues on Sunday, and both Harvick and Rodney Childers bashed the guns post-race. What can be done to prevent these issues? Brett. Give the teams back their guns. Let us build our own like we were doing anyway. You know, I have an issue when NASCAR tries to tell us how we're going to spend our money and just let us spend our money how we want. You know, this is this is like a, a, a parent making a crazy rule in the house for the kid to protect the kid when the kid's not a kid. The kid's a 25-year-old and he's get out of the damn house and go get a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is one of those things that just drives me nuts because I'm having to buy something from a supplier and it's not functioning properly. And it's hurting my finishing position. It's hurting my purse where I'm making money. It's hurting my sponsorship sales department. Why would NASCAR want this liability? I am, you know, I don't like the failures, but I think it's a trial and error deal still right now. I think we're going to, I think they're going to get better at it. To me, it's the same thing as buying your tires from Goodyear. Sometimes you get one that's, that, that, that has a hole in it. You know, you, it comes apart. And it's not nothing that anybody's doing on purpose. I think the guns will get better. Um, from what it cost before, I don't, I, I don't know the exact cost difference between what people were spending on it, but it's in the millions compared to what we're probably, it's probably millions of dollars worth of difference in what we're spending on pit guns now. And to me, that's worth it. 
So, number one, we can't build our own tires. So, we can't really compare tires to pit guns. Number two, the money was already spent on the pit guns that we had developed. So, basically, they said, your money you spent on those pit guns, you can throw that in the trash. You know, it was it worked for you for a couple of years, but that product that you made so wonderful, <laughs> I'm sorry, but we're trashing it, and here's some really shitty guns for $1,200 a race. It's uh, They've got to get more consistent, or they got to give this back to the teams. I think this is so cool. Fans now vote on the introduction song each driver walks out to at Bristol. What would you guys pick for your driver, TJ? Oh, there's so many to pick from. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd have to think about this for a minute. Um, you know what you'd pick right away? Man, I don't. I know. don't either. I should. I didn't see this question. I should have <laughs> read it. Clint said there are two kinds of music, country and western. That's what he lives by. <laughs> so you you have to give that guy can a you, country song. Can can we somebody vote to have him on like metal come out to like some rock song? Oh, if he came out to like rap or something, he wouldn't come out. <laughs> like that's just not who he is. And I I mean I appreciate that about him. You know? Yeah, uh, fair. Blake Shelton's got a song out called "Doing It to Country Songs." You ever heard it? No, I keep haven't. Keep doing it to country songs. I keep doing it to country <laughs> songs. It's a good song. I'm going to find it. We're racing. But that's probably what I'd have him come out. Brett, we're, we race that night. We don't. We, don't, <laughs> we don't, race that I don't night. Think they mean it's like, a race. <laughs> I don't think they mean that kind of doing it. I don't know what kind of doing you're talking about. <laughs> I never know with you people. Y'all got dirty minds. Anyway. So I, I would probably have to, since it's Bristol, it's kind of hectic. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm not. 100% sure that, you know, what type of music Joey listens to. Um, I would have he to. He probably listens to, like, Frank Sinatra. He probably listens to that <laughs> dude that played that piano yesterday. <laughs> I think we would come out to something that maybe some, some ludicrous or something like that. You know, All right. That could work. You know, get out the way. Uh, we. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I mean, it's Bristol. You got guys that are going to be in the groove and they're not going to move. So you're, I'm kind of thinking, like, you know, you need to get out the way. Yeah. Say it. Can we say No, no, no we're not going to say that. No, no. What? Doing oh. it, doing it, doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, real quick off topic here, we were riding under the yellow yesterday, and uh, and I was telling Joey the lineup, and he, I told him who was in the outside. I'm like, the 42, the 18, he's like, oh, the door riders. And he's like, that could be a... He's like, that could be a band, couldn't it? And I was sitting there thinking, like, wow, man, we rode some doors here, too. And he's like, I guess I'd be in that band, wouldn't I? <laughs> like, so yeah. I asked him, I'm like, wouldn't you be the lead singer? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was laughing. So that was kind of funny. That's funny. All right. Off the wall topic. The Masters poster. Which you don't know who won. We do now. Yeah. Who was it? Reed. What's Reed? Patrick? Is that uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you lucky. I forgot You're us. so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm thinking Chad Reed, Ryan Reed, Patrick Reed. Perfect. <laughs> All right. You're so lucky. <laughs> the Masters post strict rules for fans in attendance. Which is most likely to get you thrown out? What are the strict rules? Basically, you can't bring alcohol. You can't bring coolers. You can't tailgate. You can't have flags or signs out. Well, I don't no want to go to this thing. Cell phones, no cameras, no yelling. What? This what sounds is like it? this the sounds dilly like a dilly. Load of fun. So what does that even mean? this That's whole thing, light, like commercial. Yeah, <laughs> this whole yeah. thing can go to that. We should just talk about that list. Did you see that list? Oh yeah, yeah. of what that you, can you can't, and can't say? say. Yeah, can you look it up real quick what? and just read us some? It's really funny. 
you can and can't say list. There's a no. Dilly, like there's like things you can't say on it. They they printed out a whole list of words that you can't yell. Boy, this sounds like a really fun place to go. Wait, do you hear I these can't words? Wait to go to the Masters. Wait, wait, do you hear this? You really I'm can't out. bring cell phones. Yeah, no phones, no social media. Why? They're weird. <laughs> yeah. Doing it, doing it. We gotta get to the. Well, you I, can. We gotta get to the course. When it gets to the course, I'll play it. <laughs> All right. Hang Wait. on a second. I got the list up here. Okay. Can you just read it? Yeah. Dilly Dilly, Baba Booey, Mashed Potatoes. That wasn't it. We can't say mashed potatoes. Nope. You da man. I love Martha Burke. What? <laughs> Sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Johnny. Anika Stormston loves trapeze. Free meek. This is not even English. Dinklage for president to infinity and beyond. <laughs> Did they learn Activate this from experience? Jimmy Carter eats peanuts. <laughs> hey, security, can you pick me out of the sea, the sea of people? R.I.P. Right. Harambe. Nobody eats the whiz. Brandles, <laughs> my daddy. Bikini wax. Drive it, Miss Daisy. <laughs> rock and roll hall. Oh, blank band should be in the rock and roll hall of fame. Can you hear me now? Hashtag. That's it. Doing it to country song. So he's like, are we talking racing? Yeah. Dancing? That's exactly what we're talking about. We're doing it tonight. <laughs> racing in Bristol to country song. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Need wow. to speed it up a little bit, though. Blake played that. I'll um, talk to him about that. Uh, side note, do you think <laughs> they, like, I hope people actually said all of these things just I to fight. Yeah. So I think Dilly Dilly got more popular because what does it was that on. Mean? That's like the Bud Light. Sound. Yeah, it's like oh. remember back in the day we're like, "What's up?" Let's kind of. Oh yeah. This yeah. is like the new one. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a such a random list too. I know. I don't. Well, let's see what's going to get me kicked off. The alcohol. You can't drink. I'm out. No <laughs> coolers. I'm out again. Tailgating. Yep, kicked out. No flags or signs. I don't do that. No cell phone. Well, that ain't a bad thing. No cameras. Why can't I have a camera? No pictures. No social They're media. Digital and social must be horrible. Man, Why know. would you not want people? I guess because um, distraction. I guess because yeah, yeah. I mean the clicks. Some of them don't turn. Yeah, yeah. So and I could see where. I mean, if you're if you're playing the Masters and you're golfing, you dang sure don't want to hear that. If you, I'm golfing, I'm drinking because <laughs> I'm horrible <laughs> yeah. at golf. Well, you're not at the Masters then. Yeah. There's a little trick you can do to your golf club. You go out and you get you some Vaseline or chapstick or something, some nice lube like that, and you take it and you rub it on the head of the club. And then when you hit the club, it goes pow, and it hits the ball straight. It takes all the spin off the ball. So if you have a really bad hook or slice, don't let your buddy see you do it. And don't leave too much on your fingers because you'll look really weird when you scratch parts of your body. But but you take that Vaseline and you put it on the club, and you, oh, yeah. you completely become a better golfer. It's got to be legal. Probably. There's no way that's Clearly, cheap. clearly legal. Probably like, uh, he didn't say anything about Vaseline in his rules nope. right there. But Jimmy Carter is peanuts. Yeah, yeah, can't say that. Is that what does that mean? <laughs> He's from Georgia, I guess, but that's a thing. Oh, who's Jimmy Carter? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good lord! All right, he was a president in the '70s. <laughs> he did so many wonderful things for this country. History lesson, right here. I was sarcasm, <laughs> actually. Let's head right. into Ask DBC. We need people need to submit qu more questions for DBC. I saw a bunch of questions. There yesterday. were a, a few good ones. I saw a lot about um, cold weather. Well, ask the first one. 
Corn Wit asks, how different would Kyle Busch's career have looked if he'd never left HMS? Whoa, he didn't leave. And how much of a fire True. was lit in under him by being dropped by them? Okay, Cornwit, you just asked if he'd never left, and then you said yeah. he was dropped. So. I rearranged the well, question a little bit, so he well, did. Well, you screwed that know. up. <laughs> Why are you being yeah. so rude? Because he's kid. 20 years old, and he needs to learn how the real world works. He already <laughs> has an internship. I don't teach him <laughs> We're going to teach him yeah, on this show. But they're here. not paying him. That he's going to grow up. Whatever word he used We're not doing that. participation Stipend. trophies hey, on this show. Stipend? Yeah. Sti yeah. yeah. They're siphoning. I'm not going to bring no those words up again, because I don't know what they mean. <laughs> Uh, TJ, if Kyle Busch didn't get fired from Hendrick, would his career be the same, better, worse? What do you got? I think Kyle would have been on the same path no matter what. He was, he was, uh, he's a talented man. I think, you know, you put him in Hendrick cars, you know, we're still, we're still top notch at that point. So, um, you know, they were one the, probably the best cars then. I think he would have. I think he would have almost the same exact Kyle Busch. I think it would have just been fun to watch Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Busch race in the same equipment because they truly are two of the greatest stock car drivers to ever live. When I watched, you know, Jeff Gordon win races and Jimmy comes in, and all of a sudden Jeff Gordon can't run with Jimmy Johnson, and I watch him hire Dale Jr. and I'm thinking Dale Jr. is going to get over here and set the world on fire, and he didn't. And then I watched him hire Casey Kane, who I thought was going to get over there and set the world on fire, and he didn't. Uh, did they win races? Did they make the playoffs? Were they consistent? Absolutely. But they weren't Jimmy Johnson. I think it would have been fun to see Kyle and Jimmy in the same stuff because it's fun to watch Kyle and, and Carl and Matt and, you know, Denny when they were all over there in the same stuff. You know, it's it's, it's a little bit bigger of a gap when you look at Suarez and, and what they got going on now. But I think that would have been the fun part. I think he's still going to win races, and I think he's still going to win championships. And, and I think he would win even more championships if he would just mentally get a little bit tougher like where Jimmy is. Jimmy's an amazing guy when it look, when you look at the mental yeah. aspect of the sport. Kyle gets rattled and gets into stuff that he probably doesn't need to be in. You know, it's just extracurricular stuff. You don't see Jimmy doing any of that. You know, and that's um, – Kyle has the ability to drive anything. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Did Gordon win? That's an interesting Twitter handle. Who – was the best up-and-coming driver that made it to cuff and flop? Ooh, that's a, there's a bunch of them, man. Um, I, I got to say Casey Atwood that's because good he came in with a lot of hype. And then when Ray got the Dodge deal and left Hendrick Motorsports as a crew chief and started his own race team, and Dodge gave him all the backing, literally all the financial backing he needed to go out and build a successful cup program, uh, had Bill Elliott had Casey Atwood, and we all thought Casey. Casey Atwood drove the number 27 Castrol car. I don't know if I said that word to your liking or not. But he went out and drove that car, and he drove it well, and it wasn't a great team. So we thought when he got to cup in a great situation, he would do well, and he didn't. But you know what we see so many times in the sport, and I think this guy had a little bit of it going on, when the driver makes it to cup, his dad will not get away from him and give him, a, him an opportunity to be his own guy be his own driver, but the dads are so invested in their son's careers because they're with them literally their whole lives. But mm -hmm. when you get to the cup level, you can't have your dad getting on the radio. You can't have your dad in the hauler all the time. Like, it's just the synergy of the sport at the cup level doesn't support that. And I think Casey was one of those guys that his dad was probably a little bit too much involved, and I think it distracted him, and I think there were personality issues. But, I mean, that's, that's probably my guess. 
Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, there's, um, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of, there's Leffler. There, yeah, I mean, he. There's Leffler, there's Reed Sorensen. I mean, I look at somebody that still races now, and I not that he's that he's flopped really, but um, and the dude's a wheel man, like you, like JJ Ailey. Yeah, dude won seven. That's a good one. Seven Silver Crown championships. Right. I mean, seven. Right. He's like a legend. Yeah. In that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just I know it's a different type of car and stuff, but I mean, uh, people don't know that part of JJ, and he's. I mean, they don't know. But to win a championship in that stuff, and it was tough then too. I mean, there was he yeah. beat a lot of good people, and he got in the eighteen car. You know, Reed Sorensen got into a Ganassi car. Uh, I mean, these, I hate to say the word flopped here. You know, yeah, these aren't really guy. flops because they, they make they careers. Just, they just weren't successful, and you they thought like yeah. the Jimmys, and you and thought the they were going to be. Well, I mean, you thought they were going to come in and and have a ten year career and win races, and they they didn't make it. Yeah, I wouldn't say – I don't think flop's the right word. I think just wasn't as successful as everybody thought. Didn't meet expectations. If yeah. you get to the point where you're going to the Cup Series, you've been pretty successful already. It might be, You've already been successful at something yeah. and, and shown some talent. So, um, you know, I don't think flop's a very good word for that. Meg Nilsson asks, in honor of National SAT Test Day – oh, I hated that day – on April 10th, what was your favorite subject – or who was your favorite teacher and why? So, two-part question. Did you take the SAT? Uh, yes. Which I did. score? You know, the scoring's all screwed up now. Yeah, it's like, different, right? Like, I think 1,400 or 1,600. It's 1,600. Was the most you could make when I took it. I think it's 2,400 now, Yeah, right? it's 2,400 now. Yeah, yeah it was. it's like writing or something. Like but added. you got like 400 points for signing your name. You obviously got that wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was around 12. <laughs> 12? Yeah. Out of 14 or whatever it was. Yeah, I think it was around 14. I made 1,000 something, like 1,080. Yeah. I did really, really good at math, and I didn't do well at English. <laughs> I, I'm really – I think I was – I'm really thinking I was in the 1100s, like right under 12. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, That's not bad. That's really good. I was horrible at test taking. My best teacher was my second-grade teacher, Miss Curley. She was so sweet. <laughs> my worst teacher was my sixth-grade teacher, Miss Perkins. She was mean, and she didn't shave her legs, and that freaked me out. <laughs> Brett, she did. She would wear pantyhose and have hair sticking out of her. Put that doofunny away. She, had a, <laughs> she would wear pantyhose and have know. hair sticking out of her legs. We and then it. I had this one teacher that didn't shave her armpits in college. Why are you showing us your legs? Because <laughs> I'm showing y'all what hair looks like on legs. Imagine me wearing pantyhose. But then I had this one teacher in college that didn't shave her arms, and she would literally wear <laughs> a shirt you could see her armpit. I'm like, lady. Uh, that's nasty. I feel feel so bad for these teachers that had you in school. You got Willie Nelson going on under your damn arm. Were you uh, a horrible student? Oh I was a wonderful student. I was a teacher pet. You know how likable I am. Oh. All right, <laughs> I'll go with my social studies teacher in pretty much ninth through twelfth grade. He was a he was a race fan, so we talked racing a lot. And uh, his name was Mr. Dixon. He was a uh, an awesome teacher. Did you ever make? Uh, well, I got busted. I would get busted because the duels used to run on Thursday. I, he busted me listening to him on the. I brought my Walkman in, yeah. and I'd hide <laughs> that under my shirt and stuff. He's just yeah. like, what is that? What's a Walkman? Exactly. <laughs> so you know you'd, you'd run it's the our version of an iPod. Yeah. I, uh, what was the first thing to come out? The little bitty one. Mini. The mini. Mi- iPod Mini. Nano. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Nano? The, no. The Nano. The iPod was first. The big old heavy yeah, metal ones. Yeah, the heavy metal. Ones. Yeah, they were heavy. Yeah, shuffle, they were, iPod, you could shuffle. you could circle your thumb. But, yep. Oh, the shuffle was yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And then the the other ones started coming out, but. Yeah, you would a Walkman. Yeah, would have an FM radio and AM on it, and you could uh, 
you ran the um the cable up under your shirt and he busted me listening to it yeah he literally in the middle of class and i'm not really looking i'm just kind of sitting i got my hand i got my hand over my ear you know and i got the little earpiece in and he's just talking away he's like he just looked at me i know he's like you're listening to the races aren't you i'm like me no (laughs) (laughs) and uh it's kind of a joke it really wasn't funny then but um you know we still talk about it whenever i message him or we talk about it we always talk about that so how about that you know that's something (laughs) social studies what exactly who came up with that name social studies isn't it like history yeah, it's history. Yes, it's it. <laughs> well, mean, it's social. It like, it's you sound like well, a pilot. Isn't it like history or something? <laughs> oh my gosh, we got Wanna seven go minutes. Later? Seven minutes. All Before right, kicked out. Limit. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, we might as well take all of this to rant. Are you guys excited for Dash for Cash to come back? I yes. Think cool. I'm pissed off. I'm not in it. I finished fifth on that. So day. who is the Dash for Cash guys this week? Custer, Christopher Bell. Bell. And it's not Priest, is it? Because he's not full time. Yeah, he's not well, full time. He, I thought that too, but he's in it. He's in it. Yeah. I don't understand. That's they're like they're. He's not running all the races. I think he's declared full time Xfinity points, even though he's not running all the races. That's not fair. That's yeah, I heard that too, and it was kind of messed that's up. That's stupid. And then Hemrick, right? Yep. So, yeah, that's not right. If if Brian Priest is eligible, that's stupid. Somebody missed a rule there. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> you should. Attempt all the races. You got to be a full time guy. Yep. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, these guy. I don't know. Whatever. That's not like. <laughs> TJ's not in the race. He's like whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, it's just to me. It should be the guys that are running all year. For it should have been Matt Tift. I mean, that, that yeah, guy's running all year. And he's, yeah. yeah. Honestly, the, it should be if, if Matt Tift was the next. Casey, we're not guy. mad at you. You didn't make the rule. We're just <laughs> saying not, the rule's stupid. I'm thinking about why I don't. I'm, I don't. Uh, yeah, I didn't really think. Because somebody's that. stupid. That's why. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Why is Ryan Priest eligible for Dash for Cash? Because somebody's stupid. That's how. When I first heard him, I was like, ah, that We're can't We're getting be right. the everybody get out. All right, Whoa. picks. I got – you got to go first. I do. I you know who I'm going with. No, I don't. Oh, wait a minute. Actually, hang on. I, guess I might change it now. You got to go. Let me see what you got, got you already. On the clock. We got till 40. They can back off. <laughs> well, they knew that you guys can talk forever, so. Oh, man, we've used a lot of heavy hitters. <laughs> we have. <laughs> I think you should pick Trevor Bain. Yeah, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll take Senhouse. You take Bain. <laughs> That's a good meet. They both run good there. Mm, nah. Let's no. do it. I'll take Stenhouse. You take No, Bain. I got Stenhouse. <laughs> yeah. I lost last week, so I got Stenhouse. i screw somebody out of a pick. Pick I'm, somebody. I'll take Stenhouse. Well, I mean, You're going to take Stenhouse. He ain't going to finish on the race this uh, year. Man, I've already used Larson. That sucks. You've used everybody good. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, your strategy was not great this year. Uh, I'm a two-time winner. Eric so Jones. am I. Eric Jones, Eric Jones, Eric Jones. I thought okay, you Ed. picked him. Did you not? Oh, nope. Maybe not. TJ I did. have. TJ did. We're night. off to Bristol. You driving or flying? I'm driving. Yeah. That Friday drive is morning. nice. It is nice. Yeah. yeah. You want to ride Seth, like 730 Friday morning? Be there. I'll probably be there. Probably watching the Masters. Maybe we'll All see right. you there. No. All right. The thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks, One Main. Thank you, Exalta. And see ya. We're see ya. out. Holla. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliot Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 